what you should do when a client is ready to fire you. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Hey there, it's Eric J. Olson. Unfortunately, sometimes clients won't be happy with you. Every once in a while, I will get an email or I'll get a phone call or a text message from a client and they'll be frustrated with us. And like every time that happens, I have a decision that I have to make. How am I going to respond? Now, in the past, sometimes I have responded better than other times. What I've concluded is that when this happens, first of all, I need to research it because honestly, I don't know the ins and outs of every one of our clients and our projects at this point. We have something like 70 clients here at Array Digital. We've got several more at Rival Digital. And I'm not the point person. I'm not the owner of the relationship anymore. We have, you know, our, our staff takes care of that. And so when I get notification from a client that something's wrong, I need to figure out what's really happening. And, you know, I, I may have heard like grumblings a little bit here and there from the team about this particular project or client. But I, you know, I don't often dig in unless it becomes a bigger issue. And certainly when I get contacted by a client, it's a bigger issue. So what should you do when you get contacted by a client? So I already kind of like playing what I do. Number one, I, I research. So by research, what I do is first, usually I talk to the team. Now, if I get a phone call from the client, I'm not going to say, I can't talk to you. I'll call you back later. No, I'll, I'll talk to them and then I'll, I'll get their side of the story first. But what I really need to do is get both sides of the story, right? So I need to find out from the team, like what is going on? And then I need to find out from the client, okay, what's going on? And usually the stories are a little bit different, frankly, right? So I need to kind of reconcile those two stories and, you know, the facts and figures and alternative facts, if you will, and kind of come to my own conclusion about what's going on. More often than not, to be 100% honest, we are at fault, maybe not 100% at fault, but certainly there is blame to be cast in our direction. And so what I'll do is I'll ask the team what's happening. I'll ask the client what's happening. And then I will start to talk to the team and the client and explain like, you know, kind of both sides, if you want, kind of broker that reconciled truth, if you will, that I've established, but also kind of figure out what the next step is. Right. And that, actually not even kind of figure, like I usually spring to action at that point and I will kind of, if you will, supersede the team and say, okay, look guys, uh, I'm going to be temporarily in charge of this project. And I'll tell the client, they can reach out to me whenever they want for anything. And I'll set up a regular cadence with the client to let them know what's happening. This is going on right now, by the way, one of the clients emailed me and he's frustrated and he doesn't understand what's going on. So I reached out to him and I said, okay, well, Hey, look, first and foremost, uh, I want to continue to work with you. Is that the way you feel as well? Do you want to work through this or are you done with us? Cause if you're done with us, you know, we'll have a different discussion. He said, no, I want to work through it. I said, all right, cool. So I already knew what the problem was from talking to the team. He had already told me at that point what was going on, you know, on his side. And so, you know, number one, I have some suggestions. Are you okay with these suggestions? He said, yes, cool. I'm going to go tell the team to implement. And I would like to talk to you again tomorrow. And so I scheduled another meeting with him, just me and him. Team is off implementing the changes. And I'm communicating directly with the client for the next you know, several days or weeks. And I'll continue to do that until the project is back on track to the point where there are no issues. 
and then I'll let the team ease their way back into it. So that's kind of how I handle it. You know, I do not like stepping in on a project and, you know, I don't do it. I don't do it uh, unless there's a, a reason. And that reason would be that the client has said, basically, I'm fed up. I need help. Now, I've also, by the way, asked the clients to reach out to me if there is an issue. So part of our new client onboarding process is about a month into the project, I will write them a handwritten card. And I'll tell them if there's any issues whatsoever, feel free to email or call me at any time for any reason. And I'll give them my cell phone number to make sure that they can reach me directly. And that's happened a couple of times. Like I said, cell phone rings and it's a client or an email comes in, but they can get in touch with me and they know they could always reach me, you know, CEO and the, like the buck has to stop here. So that's how I respond to clients when they're upset. I'm interested if you've responded other ways. I know I have. Sometimes it's worked out better, usually not. I think you need to kind of find like a truce and find a way forward. So if you've handled it differently, let me know. You can always hit me up on any social media at I am Eric J. Olson. How much more successful would you be if you could harness the experience of a group of successful business owners? Well, that is the exact group of people that we have in our business growth mastermind. Check out more information at ArrayMentors.com.